0: Hey, hey, my magical friends. Welcome to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. I am Annika offering you insight, guidance, tools to live a magical life every single day. So today I want to talk about using your magic for personal gain. Do you use your magic for personal gain? Unfortunately, one prevalent idea that I see in a lot of circles is that it's not okay to pursue personal gain through your magic. A lot of people somehow think that it's morally wrong to use your magic for yourself or that it's some kind of abuse of universal energy or universal power. As if it's, you know, wanting to have food on your table and a roof over your head and better opportunities were somehow wrong of the person. As you may have guessed, I'm not a huge fan of that idea. The whole concept of doing magic for yourself being morally wrong, actually, it totally confuses me on on how people can feel that way, and it gets me heated to an extent. And I'm going to chat about why I think you should definitely start doing magic that improves your life, and you should start doing it today. So why is the idea so prevalent in the first place? And it's not surprising that the idea is so widespread in the communities, right, in the magical communities. After all, witchcraft is, for the most part, still a community of converts, right? We all came from somewhere else. For a lot of us in the the United States, in the Western world, that means some form of an Abrahamic religion, Christianity or something like that, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I just want to take a look at how a little bit of religious interaction has caused the entire generation of baby witches or new witches to to feel like they, they have to cons- be constrained within their craft. If you think about it, our old religions often taught that selflessness was a good thing right? Suffering, if you will, was the only way to get closer to God. And that if you were greedy, right, or you wanted something more and you wanted nice things for yourself, that you were a bad person. So does witchcraft actually have any of those beliefs in any part of its teachings? No, it doesn't. And the primary reason is because witchcraft is not a religion, It's a practice. That's why we practice witchcraft. It's a practice. It's not a religion. You can fit your witchcraft practice into whatever belief system that you hold. But it's not in and of itself a religion. For many of us, the craft and religion go hand in hand. And there's as many religions as there are. There's that many witches that probably practice those religions, right? But due to having come from those, witchcraft comes with little... Teaching on moral aspects all by itself, right? It simply is actions. There's no moral backing to those. You put your own moral identifiers on those, on your practice. It's simply a way to take the energetic forces around us and manipulate them to achieve a desired effect. Religion is completely separate. Now, there are some people that find that witchcraft. Without a belief system backing can be really confusing. And one of the things that I have found to be extremely helpful is to be able to dive into learning as much as you can about magical theory. It's kind of like the how of magic. What makes it work? Why does it work the way that it does? But for those, that have solid religious or belief system foundation in your craft already, you already are going to have your own ideas about whether or not you should use your magic for personal gain. Your religion and your belief system and your moral beliefs are completely your own. Maybe you've recently jumped ship on a religion, though, and haven't found your bearings yet. Maybe witchcraft without any religion speaks to you, but you're getting all kinds of people conflicting, right? Saying that this and that and this isn't okay. Maybe you're just trying to figure out your own internal sense of moral direction. And I'm going to give you an opinion that's counter to the mainstream. (laughs) Either way, I'm going to tell you that it is okay to put down outdated beliefs and create your own practice with something that's far more empowering. Joyful, fun, and vibrant. So, is it really okay to use magic for personal gain? I'm going to say yes. At least I certainly think so, and I certainly use it for that. Honestly, the idea of magic without personal gain has really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, you have this amazing universal energy, this abundant universal power and you know about it, and you know how to work it, but you're not supposed to use it to create an amazing and awesome life for yourself, then what's the point of knowing about it? What's the point of spending the time to learn about it, to practice it? Now, sure, I can use it to help the planet, to make people around me happy, but it doesn't have to be an either-or situation. You can have both. It's not like if I make my own life happier, I'm going to run out of energy, right? Or I'm going to use up all the magic before I can help somebody else as well. It's not how it works. And in fact, when you're doing things that are selfless and you're improving your own life, whether that's, you know, getting a new job, whether that is changing health habits, whatever it is that you're using your magic for to make your own life better, you are actually ripple affecting that out and making other people lives better. It gives you a lot more resources to work with when you're trying to help yourself so that you can help those people around you. I mean, don't you feel a whole lot better and more empowered when you go into your your practice or your ritual or your spellcrafting when you're happy and you're secure and you're not stressed out all the time and you're healthy? I know I do. Looking at it on a more mundane level, right? If you're always neglecting yourself, you you've heard the the probably heard the phrase like you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You have to even when you go on a on a plane ride, like and if it's going to crash, the oxygen mask come down. What do they tell you to do? Put yours on first before you help anyone else, because you can't help anybody if you're dead. <laughs> Right? So if we're always neglecting ourselves to focus on all the other people around us first, then we're doing them a disservice as well as ourselves. We're not taking care of ourselves. And by doing that, we're unwittingly making our well-being the responsibility of the other people around us. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, the people around you are going to worry about you. Right? They're going to put in more effort. They're going to drain themselves trying to take care of you. And that's pretty much the opposite Of what we're going for. So that's not to say that having people take care of you is bad. It's definitely not. But it's also not ideal to be entirely dependent on other people for your well being. Giving to yourself first and doing for you first and meeting your own needs means that the people that you have connections with, the people that you love, the people that you surround yourself with can stress less about you. And you have more to give to the other people when you're not, you know, like burning the candle at both ends and you're totally stressed out and ripping your hair out, right? You have the ability to settle in and do more for other people. We do not exist on this planet. This lifetime is not about being miserable. That's literally not the point. People are not born to spend their time just feeling miserable and then die. We're coming here to create, to expand, to grow ourselves, build relationships, experience things like love, to innovate, to learn. That's what it's all about. And do you know what is the worst environment to do those things in? Being miserable. By not using everything in your power to get out of the misery and into a life that makes you amazingly happy. You're directly working against your own spiritual progression and your reason for existing. We have magic for a reason. No accident that we showed up here on this planet with the ability to change our worlds using emotions and thoughts and intentions. We're here to use those abilities. Pain and unhappiness are signs from our bodies or our minds that something's wrong, right? I think we can agree on that. It's how our bodies and our minds communicate to us that we're in a situation that is bad for us. Kind of like when, you know, you go to pull the pan out of the oven and you forget the pan holder and the pot holder and you hit that and you immediately jerk your hand away. That pain, that unhappiness is designed to be able to do that. Unhappiness is designed to have that same reaction. You're supposed to move away from your unhappiness, move away from the pain. That doesn't mean run away from it. There are plenty of things that you need to be able to work through to be able to get to the joy on the other side. But all of that is just to say that using magic to make yourself happy and improve your own life is a good thing. Your happiness and your well-being can only make the world a happier and Better place for all of us to exist. So don't keep yourself in misery simply because you read somewhere somebody told you that you shouldn't be or couldn't use your magic for your own personal game. You absolutely can and you should use every tool at your disposal to create the most amazing life that you want and to become the most magical, spiritual badass that you're ready to become. And with that, thank you for joining me again for another podcast episode. Be sure that you head over to witchfulways.com so that you can check out that free resources page and get your hands on all the witchy goodness that's over there. Lots of guides and mini courses that are available to you free. And you can also check out all the other witchy offerings I have going on. Have a wonderfully magical rest of your day. Until next time.